Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Amy Newmark. Please enjoy this rerun of one of my favorite episodes from last year. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with your Chicken Soup for the Soul. And today I'm going to share a couple of stories with you from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Angels and the Miraculous. Miracles, divine intervention, amazing coincidences. These unexplainable, unexpected surprises really wow us when we read about them at Chicken Soup for the Soul. So we're always having a great time making one of these collections. And today I'm going to share two stories about messages from heaven that I'm pretty sure will amaze you too. In our first story, one of our regular contributors, Doran Weber, tells us about a recurring dream that she had. She'd been having the same dream for over 30 years, and it always made her sad. In the dream, her mother came to her, holding out something that glowed in her hand. She always looked heartbroken. Doran would tell her not to cry and would hug her, but she would feel her sadness. And then Doran would wake up. It was a really disturbing dream, and I can only imagine how it made Doran feel to be confronted by that sadness in her late mother over and over again. On the eve of what would have been her mother's 100th birthday, Doran had the dream again. But this time, Doran didn't wake up right after the hug. She stayed in the dream longer, and this time her mother spoke. Her voice was soft and muffled, but it sounded like she was saying yawn or earn. Doran says she woke up more troubled than ever. What was her mother saying? That morning, Doran's husband Harold was going to visit his mother. He suggested that Doran go along with him to keep her mind occupied after having that disturbing dream. Her mother-in-law was thrilled to see her, and she listened to Doran's sad tale about the dream. Trying to cheer Doran up, she took her to her bedroom where she kept all the sweaters she had knitted and crocheted, and she told her to pick out whatever she wanted. And then she told Doran to pull out a black, oversized leather bag from the far back corner of the closet. It had belonged to Doran's mother, and it was filled with yarn, knitting needles, and crochet hooks. Doran had given it to her mother-in-law, thinking that she might be able to use some of the supplies in it. Now Doran's mother-in-law said to her, you should keep it. And Doran says, I was surprised to see that the bag still had some of my mom's yarn and needles. Running my hands over the skeins of yarn, I felt a connection with her. Then I felt something hard between the yarns. I pulled out a ball of colorful yarn, and something bright caught my eye. 
The early afternoon sun was streaming through the kitchen window, and a brilliant, blinding light shone on the ball of yarn. I sat there frozen when I realized this was similar to my dream. The only difference was that I was holding the glowing object. Embedded in the yarn was a beautiful white gold ring with an intricate design that included eight tiny diamonds. Then it dawned on me that my mom wasn't saying yawn or earn in my dream. She was saying yarn. She wanted me to find her ring. The ring might have slid off her finger while she was sifting through the bag of yarn and she hadn't realized it at the time. That night, Dorian had the dream again, but with an important difference. Now her mother was smiling. The ring was back where it belonged. Janelle Melonson tells us that it was the one-year anniversary of her grandmother's passing. She was on her way to class at Dillard University where she was a freshman. Although she tried to hide it from her mother who was driving her, Janelle was very sad on this day. When she got to school, she silently pleaded, God, please send me a sign if my grandmother's spirit is still around me. Suddenly, a butterfly gently landed on her left shoulder. She swatted it away and then thought, what if that was the sign? So she asked God to send the butterfly back if that was a sign. And the same butterfly came back and landed on the same spot. That afternoon, Janelle was assigned a work-study position in the university's computer lab. It was near closing time, and she made an announcement that everyone should make their final copies because the computer lab would close in 10 minutes. Janelle says, Almost everyone cleared out in a timely manner with the exception of one young woman. Initially, I was quite patient, but as each minute passed, the slower she moved. I did not want to be rude, so I did not rush her. Instead, I decided to take a later bus. As she made her way to the exit, she turned around, stared at me, and calmly said, I love you, Janelle, and God loves you too. I stood frozen in shock. My mind flooded with many questions. How did she know my name? I was new to the campus. I was not outgoing. It was only my third shift in the computer lab, and I was not wearing a name badge. Why did she tell me, a stranger, that she loved me? Most importantly, why did she feel compelled to tell me that God loved me? Janelle ran to find the young woman, but she was gone. And then she realized that she could look up her name because there was a sign-in log for each computer. And that's when Janelle found an incredible surprise. The young woman's name was Naomi Smothers. That was Janelle's grandmother's name during her first marriage. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Angels, and the Miraculous. You can go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button to read more about this book, and you will find it wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, and Amazon. Now, would you like to become one of our storytellers? We're always looking for new writers to join the Chicken Soup for the Soul family. Just click on Submit Your Story under the Books pull-down menu on our website, and then we will guide you through the process of submitting your story. 
And please come back for our next episode to hear two more amazing stories about love that never dies from Chicken Soup for the Soul, Angels, and the Miraculous. Miraculous.